Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is off this week. As you know, buying a home for the first time, it was not like it was back in the day. Whether it's a shortage of homes in the state or corporations that purchase properties to convert into rentals, Californians are having a hard time creating their forever home. In efforts to minimize the issue, a lawmaker from the South Bay is pushing for a bill to prevent companies from owning more than 1,000 single-family homes for the purpose of renting them out in California. For a closer look, we are joined live on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Assemblymember Alex Lee. He represents parts of the South Bay and the East Bay as well. Assemblymember, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me on and to spotlight my new bill to ban big corporations from buying up our single-family home neighborhoods. I think the Bay Area is really in tune with this issue, uh, especially since the uh, the meltdown in 2008. So let's set the table first and talk about the, the pervasive phenomenon and how did this phenomenon begin and how pervasive is it in California? Well, I would say this phenomenon especially took hold after the 2008 housing bubble crash as well, where a lot of corporations figure out it could be a worthwhile investment to hold on to a lot of houses and use them as investment vehicles be uh, turning them into rentals. Now, to be clear, right now, nationally, we estimate that institutional investors own over half a million homes nationwide. And of course, this is relatively speaking, a small number, but this is a growing phenomenon, growing phenomenon, especially as California has a housing shortage and a housing affordability crisis. Uh, the average home price in the Bay Area is like $1.2 million, but where I live in North San Jose, right now it's $1.6 million or so. And there's a lot of money to be made, especially in the emerging metro areas or places where previously considered to be cheaper and more affordable for first-time home buyers than, say, the Bay Area, like areas like the Sacramento area, Vacaville, Stockton, nearby. Those are actually areas where you're seeing a lot more of the activity by corporations like Invitation Homes, which roughly owns 12,000 rental homes in California, but they like to buy in these emerging metro areas nearby that are relatively cheaper because even in public reports to investors, they publicly say they're trying to buy in supply-constrained markets with a high barrier to entry and high rental growth potential because what they're doing is buying up your buying up single-family home that normally would be an opportunity for someone to be a you know, to finally become a homeowner and turning that into rental so that they can accumulate a lot of revenue down the road. And that's what you're seeing with some of these corporations owning a vast stock of houses uh, and just using them as revenue generators. 
I wanted to circle back to something that you briefly touched on, and that is the scope of the problem and the figures by Freddie Mac that show that large investors in single-family home-renting businesses, it's actually less than 3% of the total housing uh-huh. stock in the U.S. Why go after a problem that's kind of small? Well, it's an issue of making sure that a problem and a symptom of the housing crisis doesn't get any worse. Colloquially and from anecdotes, we know that a lot of people struggle they work really hard and they finally make that offer on a house and they're outbid, oftentimes by a firm, by a corporation that has a lot more capital than they could. Right now, of course, that problem hopefully is not as big as we hope and the ownership rate is relatively small, but you're still seeing uh, bills in Minnesota and in Congress go after hedge funds and corporations because we don't want this problem to get even worse. But also, on the scale we're seeing, while it might be distributed over the state or the country, 3%, quite small, you actually look at the maps of their ownership in some of these metro areas, they own swaths of houses in a very small area. And that kind of control in a market share in a small area can be quite potent. And I think it's a it's something really important that we continue to protect opportunities for hardworking Californians to enable their dream of finding a forever home, of becoming a homeowner, and make sure that we're curbing the behavior of housing shortage profiteers, even if it's smaller. So your bill would prevent any company that already owns more than a 1,000 single-family homes in California from purchasing more properties. What I want to know is if your bill covers the investors who hold on to an empty home until prices increase. And the consequences of that, obviously, are fewer homes for people to buy, mm-hmm. and it drives up prices. Well, whether it's empty or occupied, it's for the if, – if a large corporation owns a 1,000 single-family homes with the intention of keeping them – with the intention of renting them out. Whether they're empty or they're filled, doesn't matter. You can't own more than 1,000. And to be clear, why we set that kind of arbitrary 1,000 is to make sure that we're very clear that we're going after these really, really sophisticated actors out there, not grandma LLC or your uncle down the street who has has a spare house. But this is really a phenomenon you're seeing growing across the country. Let's talk about the nuts and bolts. If this thing passes, how will it be enforced? Yeah, of course, it prohibits any business entity with interest in more than 1,000 single-family homes from owning more and leasing them out, but it would authorize our attorney general to bring a civil action for a violation of these provisions, and there's a fiscal component to these violations, too. And actually, earlier this year, in January, our attorney general, Prabanta, announced a settlement uh, against Invitation Homes, which is the company that owns 12,000 uh, homes just in California, they had to pay $2.04 million in civil penalties because they were have found they have violated the California Tenant Protection Act and also California's price gouging laws by unlawfully increasing rents on approximately 1,900 homes. So we have some uh, track record of going after um, unsavory actors, and this would be the same mechanism to go after this similar people. And in some ways, luckily, as far as we know, these large corporations owning large shares of housing are relatively few, though they are very large, and that makes them also more, in some ways, easier to go after if they're misbehaving. We know you just uh, introduced a proposal at the state capitol, and the bill will be heard in committee on March 16th. So it sounds like it's got a, a, a little bit of a road to hoe, to tow. Uh, what are the prospects? What are you hearing uh, behind the uh, the scenes at the state capitol in the halls? I think, actually, I've been pleasantly surprised that there's a lot of outpour sort from it, from people across the political spectrum of fellow legislators, as well as people in my own constituency, people who probably would consider themselves in different parties than I, think that and realize that this is a problem. 
we should not be allowing for corporations to take advantage of the housing shortage that exists now. And we should not <clears throat> be allowing our short stock of home ownership to be uh, to, to fall out to fall out already and be turned into just um, revenue sources for other people. So this is why I think it's like gained a lot of traction with just everyday constituents from across the political spectrum as well as my colleagues. And I am hopeful and optimistic that this bill will get all the way through the legislature and uh, we'll be able to clamp down on this problem before it gets any larger. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Our guest has been South Bay Assembly Member Alex Lee. You can hear the State of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It is also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.